0: It's the 7 o'clock hour, and you're listening to the Morning Blitz. Oh, are we on the air? Sure, yeah. Rick Corey. That's right. Keep trying to get out of it. Bryce Hulse. (laughs) Bryce Hulse. I'm sorry. Coming to you from the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio on the Blitz 1170.
1: With you as well at 918-262-5072. We are in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio reminding you that if you go to an Oilers home game, even if you buy those inexpensive tickets up high during the game, we will do the Blitz upgrade. We call those a couple of ticket numbers. We'll take you right down and put you by the ice. It's the Blitz upgrade from the Oilers and the Blitz 1170. Uh, we had a text at 918-262-5072 after what we talked about that said it was the same leaving American sniper that kind of a quiet respectful yes, get I, up and just walk out. I remember that? Yep. Yeah. I that's another one I didn't see at the theater because again my wife doesn't doesn't prefer those, but I did see it at home and I, and I remember I mean I was the same way. I mean I knew the story but then still, you know, you're and then you see the video, the real video at the end and that kind of thing. Yeah. wow. Same kind of thing. Well, you can get with us at 918-262-5072 by the way had another <laughs> text about uh not the American Sniper, but about Bradley Cooper. But I can't read that on here. <laughs> but yes, I understand. Yeah, your thoughts. Nine one eight two. Yes, two six two five zero seven two. Tell me a thing, uh, a sports event where you can remember exactly what you, where you were and what you were doing. Nah, let us know. In the meantime, let's let Bryce get loose a little bit here.
0: Q. Lewis, for a trip back in time. It's Today in Sports History with Bryce Hulse on the Blitz 1170. Brought to you by Triad Eye Institute. Now grabbing the back of a Jeep while on his skateboard, it's Bryce Hulse.
2: This day in sports history, February 13th, 1878, Harvard player Frederick Thayer patents baseball's catcher's mask. 1937, Cleveland, now the Los Angeles Rams, granted an NFL franchise. 1937, Mary Belle Vincent wins her ninth U.S. figure skating championship. 1952, future world champion Rocky Marciano knocks out Italian heavyweight boxer Gino Bovino in the second round at the Rhode Island Auditorium in Providence for his 40th straight win. 1958, Boston Celtic Bill Russell grabs 41 rebounds against the Syracuse Nationals. Celtics win 119-101. 1964, U.S. female figure skating championship is won by Peggy Fleming. 1980, New York Islanders have their second scoreless tie against the Winnipeg Jets. 1982, Wayne Gretzky scores 153rd point of the season, breaking an NHL record. 1984, Cale Yarbrough becomes first Daytona 500 qualifier above 200 miles per hour. 1989, 39th NBA All Star game in Houston at the Astrodome. West beats the East 143 to 134. Carl Malone of the Jazz is the MVP. 1989, Wayne Gretzky sets two records, his 45th hat trick, and 10th 40-plus goal season. 1995, Jeff Rouse swims world record 50-meter backstroke in 24.37 seconds. 1997, Fred Goldman says he will settle for a signed murder confession from O.J. Simpson in lieu of his $20.5 million judgment. 1998, Dallas Cowboys sign Chan Gailey as their fourth head coach. 2007, Marty Schottenheimer is fired as head coach of the San Diego Chargers. 2010, the 21st Winter Olympics open in Vancouver, Canada. In 2023, Super Bowl 57, Chiefs beat the Eagles 38-35. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. Birthdays today, February 13th. 1935, Ken Still, PGA golfer. 1937, Charles Dumas, American high jumper, Olympic gold medal winner and 56, born in Tulsa. 1964, Maurice Douglas, giant safety. 1971, Lincoln Kennedy, Raiders tackle. 1975, Scott Pollard, Piston Center. 1980, Juan Carlos Ferrero, Spanish tennis player. And 1990, Robert Griffin III, Baylor and Washington Redskins quarterback. And that is This Day in Sports History brought to you by Triad Eye Institute.
1: 705 on the Blitz 1170. Got a couple of texts we'll read here in a moment about places people were and they can, they'll they never forget those moments in, in time. Before I leave this to do not sports, though, you mentioned RG3. Do you like or dislike his commentary? or him as a, a TV personality.
2: I'm, I'm not much of a fan. He'll he'll say some, some things sometimes that are right, like, all right, that was pretty good. I remember in the OSU-West Virginia game, he said, Brennan Presley has more moves than a military family. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. But sometimes he goes a little over the top for me.
1: It's his, I do think he probably thinks of those things and writes them. But oh, yeah. he is fairly free-flowing with his commentary, which I do like. I really thought maybe a year ago or when he first started I liked him a little bit more. I think he's kind of come he's he's Tony Romo himself a little bit mm. in my opinion. Kind of got a little carried That's away. That's a good comparison. All right, 706 on the Blitz 1170. Time now for not sports Yeah, we talk about sports a lot and I know we talk about not sports a lot too, but let's let's uh, change it up a little bit here, shall we? How about this? Um <laughs> we work at a radio station, so I find this hard to believe. So at WJLXAM radio, which is down in Jasper, Alabama They realized one day Station was off the air Well, I, you know what can happen, right? I yeah. mean, you've, you, know, you walk out of the studio And suddenly someone yells, hey! <laughs> you, you run back is in, them? you see what's happening Well, they sent their maintenance guys And their engineers out to take a look They've got a 200-foot tower Guy goes out Hmm Calls the studio, and he says to the guy Well, here's the problem The tower's gone says, you know, What do you mean the tower's gone? Are you in the right place? Yep There are wires everywhere But the tower's gone Somebody stole a 200-foot radio tower 200 feet It's uh, a 20-story building
2: I know it just happened But somebody give me the movie rights to that That is one of the best heists you'll ever see
1: I, Well, you'll ever not see it, apparently Because it's <laughs> gone and nobody saw it And, you know, uh, they, they went to social media and said, hey Seen a radio tower? <laughs> My guess is maybe, to find. maybe for the wiring, you know, the copper wire. Mm. I mean, we, we know we went out without, went without highway lights here for, what, two years because people were stealing, stealing copper wire. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what'd they do? Well, they replaced them all with aluminum wire because mm. it's ridiculously inexpensive. Well, people then once again stole the aluminum wire, not knowing that it was aluminum wire. And every now and then you hear about some <clears throat> dying because they oh, tried yeah. to steal the copper wire. As a matter of yeah. fact, that happened at a radio station. I think it was two and a half years ago. It was right before I came here. Oh that, that somebody, you ever get crosswise in the wrong place in a radio station? Because yeah. the place I used to work was knocked off the air one time, and it used to happen occasionally when a snake would get up in there. They'd mm. crawl up in there to get warm. Yeah. Well, there are certain places you don't want to be, and <laughs> fried mm. snake station off the air. In this case, though, they just, you know, they got to try to find it.
2: You, you, you just see it, like, halfway buried into somebody's backyard 100 feet deep. It's like, oh, there it is.
1: the hell do you want that for? Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, gonna... it's a thrifty decoration, Rick. It, it sure is. Yeah, it makes a hell of a lamp. Uh, you yeah, start your own radio station? Uh, all right, so are there aliens in your neighborhood? Yeah, you probably took a know. look at a neighbor every now and then. And I'm not sure about him. Very mm-hmm. much men in black. You know, cab drivers, not as many as you'd think. One of those numbers, you know. Well, we actually have a listing here of around the country where most people have seen aliens, so you might have them more in your neighborhoods. Now, they're not a lot near us. You know, we're kind of flat. You know, right here, I mean, we're getting into northeastern Oklahoma and the hilly part, right? But when I make my drives to Oklahoma City, as soon as you get outside Tulsa and you get out, you know, maybe in the Sepulpa area and you got a couple of hills out there, it gets pretty flat out there. So, you know, we don't have the mountains and things for them to hide in. So the most alien sightings between 2003 and 2023 are in Alpine County, California. So if you live Hmm. there which I don't think any of us would disagree that those people, some people in California are probably alien. Come off as aliens, yeah. I don't right? Think it, I do I a problem with that. Uh, in Petroleum County, Montana, and see, again, got some mountains to hide in, not as many people, you know, I can see that. And then in La Paz County, Arizona. So if you have family in any of those places, those are the places where we're pretty sure E.T. lives or at least visits. Mm. I think that's probably the case. So Sylvester Stallone was asked on a talk show if he would do another Rambo. And he's already done, I don't know, 30 or 40. Yeah. You know, between Rambo and Rocky. Yeah. You know. So he said, no, I don't think so. Uh, Maybe, but I'm not sure. However, if I don't, he has an actor in mind he'd like to play Rambo. He wants to pass the baton to one person. Who do you think that might be?
2: Timothy Chalamet.
1: Oh, for the love of God. Thank God I know you're kidding. getting everything
2: these days, Rick.
1: Thank God I know you're kidding. (laughs) My wife just melts any time there's a, a picture yeah. of the guy. All I can think of when I see him is, and I don't mean any offense here, but he looks more like a young lady sometimes uh, to me. Mm. A little so,
2: feminine so for me. He'll need to stack up on ammo if he is in Rambo, because he's not going to be just laying out. Well, guys no, no, that's not with. who
1: he's saying. That's not who he said. Thank God. <laughs> not who he said. Well, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I can't tell if that's funny or if I dislike you for that. But anyway, <laughs> no. But I, you know what? This guy in my... Uh, Mm-hmm. I can't see it Ryan Gosling
2: Hmm. Okay
1: I mean, Really can you see that
2: No not really I mean he was I mean he's in shape right like I mean he's Pretty built So I, I guess I, I guess that I guess that certainly I helps. haven't looked
1: that close I don't know I just know <laughs> from the roles he's Played and you know that I mean you You're telling me oh okay why? Well, I get your point Because I saw Barbie
2: Yeah, I saw crazy yes, stupid yes, love yes, so I, I, I Tip my cap sir that's all I'll say.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's worked out.
2: He was a liability at corner and remember that remember the Titans. Oh so. terrible. Yeah,
1: he couldn't play and they had to put Petey in. huh. Right? Petey who fumbled so much that they had to move him to defense. Yeah. And then he goes and he he's a hero and he does play and that was Donald Faison who was in Scrubs. Yeah, right. That's uh, that's chocolate bear.
2: What, what, what <clears> a, a star-studded cast!
1: Mm-hmm. Oh mm. God, I love that show. That's one that we can put on no matter what. You can just put it on in the background, and let it play, and you'll still smile. Oh yeah, you know, and John C. McGinty is, is an absolute riot, and I love Doctor Kelso, <laughs> who has two thumbs and doesn't care. This guy. <laughs> uh, so, so I,
2: I okay. anyway, he's he's gotten in shape. Let him have it, yeah. right?
1: No, I don't see it. <laughs> uh, no, he can't play that part. Ryan Gosling, he was in. He was dancing. No, I yeah, the notebook. No. Well, now it's, you, um, it's called
2: okay. it's called versatility.
1: He was good in the notebook. I, I would.
2: Admit yeah, he that.
0: And
1: it's, uh, but no, it's. I just can't see Ryan Gosling now. I mean, I could go with you know in his day it'd be Bruce Willis or someone like that, right? Mm. Uh, or you know who who would play it now? All right, nine one eight two six two five zero seven two. Who would play Rambo now?
2: Let's hey, Travis Kelsey was wanting to get into this oh, get into the world now, how man. About,
1: how about Travis and Jason as the Rambo brothers? Gosh, <laughs> what if yeah, Rambo has a long lost brother his parents never told him about? He's a little oh, less man. in shape,
2: mm-hmm. you know, loves to chug yeah, a beer. could be a good storyline.
1: Yeah, loves to chug a beer, but he can still, you know, whoop up a little.
2: Yeah, use a shotgun and then shotgun a beer right <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> Let's write the script.
1: I think we've just come onto something here. <laughs> but if you have a suggestion, 918-262-5072. But, and you can disagree with me, but I just can't see Ryan Gosling mm. in that role. I just, not Rambo for God's sake. That's a killer. That's a uh, that's you know that's yeah. a that's a guy uh, 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 uh-huh. as Tim uh-huh. Allen used to say. But I don't. I just can't see him. I, and no one else just jumps to thought when I say it right now. But of course, because I'm, you know, I'm trying to think about it. When you do, that's all <laughs> there is to it. So that's not going to help me any. Um, all right. So I mentioned that there was a, a Super Bowl after effects. So it's kind of Super Bowl. My favorite commercial was the Dunkings. You know, and that's you know Affleck and the guys. They're trying to he's trying to rap, and he's going to be on J Lo's album, and it was just really funny. Tom Brady's involved, and Matt Damon. Well, when they come, they come rolling in in those tracksuits. They completely sold out of those tracksuits. I didn't. I mean, I never thought they were for sale. It never <laughs> crossed my mind nope. that it was for sale. Nor would I ever wear that. However, a lot of people decided that was a really good idea. And they immediately started going. So they sold out of those in 19 minutes.
2: Yes. Start the countdown for Halloween, right? Like Uh bring those back for Halloween.
1: Yep. So the track jacket, track pants. There was also the bucket hat, which in very high demand. And those are sold out. Record-breaking milestone. Fastest collection to sell out in Duncan history. Because they do have other things they have put forward. I never in my wildest dreams saw that and thought, yep, you know what, That's, I, I need that. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Yeah, my life will not be complete unless I wear that ugly orange <laughs> and pink uh, and with Boston across the belly. And look, if you want it, I, I'm not, Worst. if you, look, I'm just saying if I wore that, I would look dumber than Affleck looked in it. <laughs> you might look great in it, but I'm not me. That was, oof. I waltz into the studio, Rick. Mm-mm. Wearing it, own that shop, baby. Yeah. No, I, I just, I cannot see. It's not, it's not happening for me. All right, a couple of birthdays that are not sports. Stockard Channing, oh, I always liked her from Greece. Um, you know, Six Degrees of Separation, The Good Wife, West Wing, all those things. She is eighty years old. She's, mm-hmm. a, she was always a feisty one. Denise Austin, one of the very first fitness experts. If you haven't looked her okay. up, you can, you can Google her. She's sixty-seven, and I bet she's still. Still could whip my oh, wow. <laughs> my backside. Uh, David yeah. Naughton from An American Werewolf in London. I thought he was really good in that, and then he kind of just went away after that. 73. This is one you'll definitely have to look up from Vertigo, one of the all-time classic Hitchcock movies, Kim Novak, who was a, a heartthrob in her day. She's 91 oh. years old today. Uh, did you see or even know about The Rock's version of Walking Tall? The story no. of Buford Pusser, the sheriff. Well, The guy who av- who originally made that was Bo Svensson. He's 80 today. Uh, mm-hmm. Some others. Peter Gabriel is, of Genesis is 74 oh. today. Makes us all feel old. Henry Rollins is 63 today. Who else? Who else? Um, nope. None of the rest of those are important. All right. So that's going to do it at Not Sports on the 717 and the Blitz 1170. All right. When we come back, I have a couple of those right where they were. In sports history moments, we'll uh, get to those at 918-262-5072, our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. Just join us on that one. And if, you know, it's not, I know, Ryan Gosling can't play that role. If you want to disagree with me, do that. Or if you want to tell me who should play the new Rambo, if there should be a new Rambo, 918-262-5072. Got some more Super Bowl numbers for you when we come back here on The Blitz.
0: The Blitz 1170. Your new home for Rich Eisen. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.
2: The Oklahoma City Thunder will be at the Orlando Magic tonight for a 630 tip-off. Oklahoma City's a three-point favorite. The Pittsburgh Steelers released three players, Chukwuma Okorafor, Presley Harvin, and quarterback Mitch Trubisky. Former Oklahoma State quarterback Mason Rudolph is scheduled to hit free agency in March and has said that he would like a fresh start with a different franchise. And UCLA has hired former Bruins star running back and longtime assistant coach Deshaun Foster as their next head coach. He agreed to a five-year contract. He had taken a job as the Las Vegas Raiders running backs coach earlier this month. That's the Winter World Tulsa Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holst on the What's 1170 and streaming on the What's 1170 app.
0: Blitzing up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918-262-5072.
1: Rick Corey and Bryce Hulse in the next room at 721 here on the Blitz 1170. We are on a Tuesday, and it's a reaction, you know, kind of a thought back or a count to ten Tuesday. Now you've had time to look at the Super Bowl, watch some highlights, see all the videos of people who say it was fixed. (laughs) Honestly, the number of holding calls missed, whether it was on purpose or not, were legendary. And I mean, not just holding calls, but more like assaults. I mean, it looked like people (laughs) were trying to take guys' wallets. (laughs) I don't know the number of times Chase Young and Bosa were just literally tackled. With no call. And this stat is true. The Chiefs were the most penalized offensive holding team in the league during the season. Didn't get a single one during the Super Bowl. Mm. But the Niners only, how many did the Niners have? They got Trent early, I believe, for one. But I don't remember the overall number. But this crew didn't throw many flags. They let everybody play. No, And I would be willing to bet Chris Jones got tackled a few times too trying to find it here yeah you have to look it up in the meantime while he's doing that we had several texts at 918-262-5072 again that's our neuropathy treatment clinic of oklahoma text line that uh, helped us with a couple of things number one I, i you know i'd mentioned that we talked about some things in history and you know you knew exactly where you were got some text here that says one thing someone knew exactly where they were was barry sanders first 100-yard kickoff return for the season back in 1988. Yeah, I was in the stadium uh, broadcasting for the other team when I when he went. I think he went 105, but it was something in that range watching that one. And then also Brent Parker dropping the ball that hit him square in the numbers in the end zone for what would have been the winning touchdown pass in Bedlam of 88. Mm-hmm. And I, I was not at that one because I was broadcasting another game, but I remember the video and how the stadium just went quiet. And Brent, by the way, went back to Bedlam for the first time since that this year. Wow. You know he had to feel cool. There's nobody feels worse than him for yeah. all that time. Yeah, of course. And you know, it's, honestly, it's to... most people wouldn't remember you, so that's yeah. and that's probably best, but I'm glad he had a chance to get back. I think that was really cool. We also had one that said uh by the way, said Scrubs was one of the funniest shows in history. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> we also added Texas and said, Rick, I bet you'd like Denise Austin to whip your backside. <laughs> well, I can think of worse ways to die. <laughs> I would like like that. <laughs> Here's a suggestion for who should play Rambo. The ripped version of Chris Pratt. Mm, comes from okay. Adam. My only question about that Adam and thank you very much for that text at 9182625072. My only question about that is he serious enough because he's played a lot of roles but most of them have been comedy-ish
2: roles. He, he, yeah, he was in The Terminal which is a uh... I know, I've seen him. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, like, that that was pretty good. I don't know if it's going to be picked up for another season or not, but you know, that was probably the most serious role that he's had. And, again, you know, action. So, mm-hmm.
1: But he's played a lot of funny and fun yeah. characters. And... Even
2: even funny action, right, with, like, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff. Well, so. and
1: that's going to be hard to break out of the Guardians and the office, you know, from being mm-hmm. in the office and, and that kind of or thing. Yeah, Parks and Rec. was Yeah, his. I mean, those things, yeah, 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 Parks, yeah Parks and Rec. And Rec wreck, me, basically, you. yeah. But those, those are like the same shows, basically. Really? Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, I got those. I no, got Chris, no, I was it thinking makes Krasinski. Sense. And by the way, Krasinski yeah. could do it.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Ryan.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. He could do it. Krasinski could do it in a heartbeat. Liv Shriver could do it. Another mm-hmm. guy who's really, really serious. I'd not thought about Pratt. I just don't know if if you can get away from Star Lord. Yeah. I mean, would <laughs> would literally enough people buy him as that? But but Gretchen had a great idea, Wahlberg. Oh, yeah. He looks and acts the part. Now, he's done some funny movies. I think The Other mm-hmm. Guys with Will Ferrell is a riot. I think that's so underrated. It is absolutely underrated. And um, <laughs> uh, oh, Ferrell's wife. wife?
2: Uh, um, oh, uh, Eva eh, Mendez. Yeah, Eva Mendez. Yeah. Who's with Ryan Gosling? <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, her.
1: She was a riot in there, too. Ferrell was funny. You know, The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson were funny for a minute. Michael aim, Keaton. Aim for the bushes? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Keaton was classic. Yeah. As the police captain who works at night at Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> he's out there. He's doing Bed <laughs> Bath & Beyond. Uh, get out there and sell some towels. Oh, don't don't go to this neighborhood. There's a lot of crime there. I mean, it was funny. as can be. Yeah, that movie. Oh, so good. Oh, I thought it was, too. I thought it was really good. Anyway, he's done comedies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then he's also been a really serious dude yeah. too. It's you know, like it's comedy
2: like, was the thing that he was like venturing into, but yeah. he started as the serious guy. You know, so.
1: have have you ever seen uh, Date Night?
2: A long time ago, Steve Steve yeah, Carell yeah. and, and, Tina, and Faye. Tina Fey. Yeah,
1: well, he's got a role in that where he's kind of a funny dude, but okay. he's also without his shirt a lot. Yep. <laughs> when Carell funny tells him put on a <clears throat> shirt, the yeah. uh, idea was good, but I could see him doing it. I see. I see Krasinski too. Really makes sense to me. As as playing Rambo, but just saying this because Sylvester Stallone said he's not sure he wants to do something like that again. Good, uh, and then says, "Hey, you know what? Though I'd like to pass it to Ryan Gosling." Yeah. I had a hard time seeing that one, so you can disagree with me if you'd like to at nine one eight two six two five zero seven two. All right, I said I had a couple of other Super Bowl numbers I wanted to get to, and I did. These are a little bit more about about the people in the Super Bowl. Uh, this one about the Chiefs having won in their playoff run. They faced the numbers two, three, four, and six offenses in that playoff run. Those offenses during the year combined to average just over 28 points a game. In the playoffs, Kansas City held them to 15.8. Mm. So they were about 12 and a half points under because of what Spagnola and that defense did during the Super Bowl. Not just them, but everybody else they played during that run, which unbelievable. Now, for all the people who want to just go out and take a <clears throat> on Brock Purdy, final three drives, twelve yards, twelve plays, seventy-five yards touchdown, seven plays, forty yards field goal, thirteen plays, sixty-six yards field goal. Purdy was eleven of sixteen for one hundred and thirty-three yards and a touchdown on those drives. And mm-hmm. I saw the funniest line about Purdy over the weekend, I believe it was. Okay. <laughs> it said, you know, if the if the dude walked on water, they'd say it's just because he can't swim. <laughs> and I I just thought that was so oh. completely fitting for the guff he's getting mm-hmm. when his defense let him down late. Yes, yeah. the offense didn't score a lot. No one did against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. We just showed you that or mm-hmm. told you about that. But that's not all him. Now, he missed a couple of guys. Yes, he missed a couple of reads. He missed a couple of people. But some of that, he was running for his life.
2: Exactly. and, and He, some yeah, of he it, still didn't put the ball in a dangerous situation, right? You no, know, it just didn't go where it needed to
1: be. That, and, you know, until he wins the Super Bowl, he will be that guy who hasn't won a Super Bowl. That's good. I mean, that's, that's the way it works, and that's going to happen. Unfortunately, if he continues to play at his level, which has been really good, then he becomes, if you're, I'm, I'm a huge horse racing fan, he becomes Sham to Secretariat. Mm. Secretariat broke records in every Triple Crown race and won the Triple Crown. Sham broke records, too. Had Secretariat not run, Sham would have broken records and won the Triple Crown. It just, Sham happened to run the same year Secretariat did. Yeah. And Brock Purdy happens to play in the same time Patrick Mahomes plays, as does every other quarterback in the NFL. And for many of them, including a young man like that who has not gotten that, that goal yet, and he's still very, very young, but not gotten that goal yet, that's kind of unfortunate for you, if you will.
2: Yeah, well, and it's it's really unfair. It would be unfair even if he was uh, highly touted coming out of Iowa State. Mm-hmm. But think about it. There were eight quarterbacks selected before him. He was Mr. Irrelevant. There were eight quarterbacks selected before him and not only that but being the very last guy in the draft mm-hmm. and it's like still when he gets to the Super Bowl in his second season we still can't give a guy credit yep
1: by the way it was Richard Sherman the former Seahawks defensive back and you know, around yep. the NFL who said that about Purdy and if you walked on water, they'd say he can't swim. Uh, and there's a guy who it's played one of the best for the Seahawks. He's ever said. Yeah, right. I mean, he was around the league, but he played most of his really successful career with the Seahawks and they aided the Niners. Yeah. So for him to give somebody on the Niners a little bit of credit, that's pretty doggone good mm-hmm. right there. All right, there are many other numbers about this. We still have that to come uh, here on the Blitz 1170. And at 810, so we're about 40 minutes from now, we're going to talk. To Tim Bart, he's the head coach over at Claremore Sequoia in high school basketball. Keep him coming at 918-262-5072, our neuropathy treatment clinic of Oklahoma text line. Who else would you think would play Rambo? And I, No one has agreed or disagreed with Ryan Gosling. And I and I that just stunned me from as soon as I saw it. I can't believe someone hasn't jumped up and said, no, no, he can't play. Or is just going to tell me I'm stupid. Either way, let me know, because I hear that every day, too, right here on The Blitz.
0: The Blitz 1170, your new home for Dan Patrick. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170
2: app. The 25th-ranked Oklahoma Sooners will be in Waco tonight as they'll face the 12th-ranked Baylor Bears. The Sooners already have two ranked wins this season. Tip-off at Foster Pavilion is at 8 p.m. And then the Big 12 last night, there were a couple of blowouts for the home teams. TCU handled West Virginia and Fort Worth 81 65, and Texas Tech dominated sixth ranked Kansas and Lubbock 79 50. Bill Self was ejected in that game. That's the Winter World of Tulsa 2 Minute Drill, armed by Solson, the Blitz 1170, and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.
0: The Blitz 1170 Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? Call us up at 918-879-1170. We want to hear from you.
1: We do always. And, of course, Bryce Hall's in the next room right here at 738 on the Blitz 1170. Your Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line to toss out any question or comment or emotional outburst you have is 918 262 five zero seven two coming up in about 30 minutes from now tim bart from claremore sequoia talk a little high school basketball all right so we had some other numbers here on the super bowl as we get on toward uh you know a couple of days we'll kind of forget about that and realize that well we have the ufl (laughs) (laughs) that's not completely true we Mm -hmm. have spring ball yeah, that's true. And we will cling to it like a life raft in the middle of the Pacific if you went down in an airplane.
2: <laughs> we are ready to overreact.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in every way. Yes. I am hanging on to the outside, kicking the sharks away, because I've got a little spring ball coming, and it's not that far away. As a matter of fact, what, a couple, three weeks, maybe, something like that, yeah, Gosh. to get there. And then we have the FFL. But then we have baseball. But then we so, have UFL, yeah. and then we, then we, I mean, hockey is really all year now, and <laughs> NBA mm-hmm. playoffs. But so, the, softball always leaves such a big <clears> footprint here. It, it does, and nice. we have that. That's fun. And Loves Field's about to open. Yeah, I saw a video of it yesterday. Nice drone shot as they continue to race toward completion there. Uh, and then, of course, we will have the NCAA tournament, which, considering the way, hey, we got some games here. Yeah, well, considering yeah. the way everyone is playing, and I mean, look around. Kansas gets beat like that by Tech. And that's Mm -hmm. a good tech team, and Bill gets Bill gets ejected. That's a good tech team. But look at the standings in the Big Twelve. I mean, it's you know so Houston's Houston's number one at eight and three, and they're twenty one and three overall. They're thirteen and zero at home, but they're eight and three in conference. And and you you've already lost. I mean, you're Houston, and you've already lost three in conference in the Big Twelve. Iowa State is number two at seven and three, Tech at seven and four. Baylor at six and four. Another reason this is important for Oklahoma tonight: Kansas now seven and five, and Oklahoma six and five. So Oklahoma wins; they can tie Kansas, and they can stick Baylor behind them. Mm-hmm. So they get a chance to really move up as of tonight. Then you know, oh, yeah. then TCU's back there at six and five. Then BYU, who's dangerous, is five and five in the league, and then everybody else below that is is under five hundred in the league. Texas is five and six. K State's five and six. Cincinnati and UCF both four and six, but then look at who UCF's beating at home, uh, including and Oklahoma you, and Kansas. Mm-hmm. Then West Virginia and then uh, Oklahoma State mm-hmm. at two and nine mm, overall. That just oof, that's just tough. But my overall point is the Big Twelve is good and it's about to get better because you bring in Arizona, you bring a Utah team that I know they haven't been in a while, but they can. And the Colorado and the Arizona. Arizona State's just been middle of the road for, in everything. Yeah, we've <laughs> asked the same question before. We've asked people who cover Arizona State, how in the world is that school not better? I think they're one of those P words. Oh, they absolutely you know? are. I mean, <clears throat> actually, they're a D word, disaster. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you could put That's potential on are. them. Yeah, they've got the money. They've got everything they need. I, yeah. I, I broadcast one game there a long time ago, and the basketball arena wasn't fancy. I'm, I'm not sure what they've done to it since. It's not very attractive. And the inside had a little character, but it didn't hmm. seem like you know at the time it was a pack ten or twelve school. Hell, I don't remember. It's a long time ago, but it didn't seem like a pack school to me on the inside. You know, arena wise, when you see some of the others, but it wasn't bad. It was, I guess, it had a little character. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, I, again, if you, if you walk into Duke and take the banners down, you'll go, oh, dump, <laughs> you know, and if you walk by Polly Pavilion on the outside and I have, you're like, well, what, what's that building? Mm-hmm. Doesn't look like an arena. I mean, so there's some of that, but then on the inside, it's got that history. So does Duke and Cameron. As a matter of fact, I still have a, a top five venues here in a minute from hey, you that? one of my analysts. Yeah. One of my favorite analysts. Yeah. Actually, my favorite basketball analyst of all time. Um, uh, so we'll get to that here in a minute. So I I just think this this game tonight for Oklahoma and for Porter Mosier's group who've been really good. This is really big. And that Baylor yeah. team at twelve and one at home, they're tough to beat. And there's only, let's see, well, there's only three teams unbeaten at home in the Big Twelve? Who do you think they are?
2: Uh, Houston, mm-hmm. Iowa State, Tech.
1: Houston, Iowa State, Kansas. Mm. Oh, Tech Tech. Tech is thirteen and one. Baylor's twelve and one. Kansas of course is unbeaten. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma's 13 and 2, TCU's 11 and 2, BYU's 12 and 2. <laughs> it's hard to win on the road in the Big 12 and with BYU you got 1 2 3 4 5 6 7. That's the number 8 team right now is BYU. Nice. They're halfway down the league basically and they're 12 and 2 at home. It's I mean, th- it th- is a- Them and
2: Cincinnati and UCF have been so impressive this year.
1: It's Cincinnati's 12 and 3 at home. Yeah. Yet they go on the road and meh, UCF's 10 and 4 at home. <laughs> These teams are all good. West Virginia's right 8 and 6 at home. Oklahoma State's 9 and 5 at home. Everybody's, you know, above 500 at home, yeah. which again, you can go to leagues where that's not the case. Mm-hmm.
2: I think OSU so, and West Virginia's only conference wins are at home. So, <laughs>
1: yeah. It's tough to one on the road. <laughs> all right. A couple other notes from the Super Bowl I wanted to get to before we move on to the college analyst, basketball analyst thing. Usher's halftime show drew 5% more than Rihanna. So that's not a big big nice. deal, right? Overall. However, uh, he drew 30.1 million households. So some people didn't go get chicken wings. They stayed mm-hmm. and watched, which I never a- ask you what did you eat for the game because we talked about snacks and all.
2: We had pizza. <laughs> we had our our second Why are you shaking your head, Rick? It's we 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 talked about this. This is that's the <laughs> I love but, it when you try to get out of something. <laughs> I'm just saying. We talked about it always being the biggest pizza party. Aww. It's like the second biggest pizza party besides uh what, New Year's or
1: something? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, sure.
2: we were we were typical.
1: I get it. I do, I get it. It's you know, and, and I almost said to my wife, Hey, let's just give up and do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I look. Don't take this personally, but for us, if we did it, I'd consider that giving up. I want to do something different. So she made the there same. are a lot of
2: people where I'm at, Rick. I that's understand. A very popular. And, area, and hey, look,
1: so. again, you do what you do. I'm never going to question <laughs> you for it. I will look at you funny when you say you don't like Cheetos, but you know, still, you did your pizza, and I, I did it. A lot of people did pizza. Yeah, that's fine. My wife did the sandwiches I was telling you about, where you get the entire thing of dinner rolls, cut them yeah. all in half, turn them over, layer them with whatever you like put a little butter on there and some kind of dressing, put it back on top, some butter on the top, slide that in the oven, let them cook like that, and they're fantastic. They're also easy to cut up. And they're I mean, they're good and they're easy too. And then you get to put whatever you want in there, right? So if you wanted, you know, hamburger, if you wanted ground beef, if you wanted ham, if you wanted turkey, whatever, you could put that in there. If you want a certain kind of cheese, you put that in there. You could use any kind of dressing you want on or just paint it with garlic butter. Uh, she did it in two different ways. She did it with regular rolls for me because I'm not a sweet type guy, and then right. she did it for Hawaiian, Hawaiian rolls for her and Lindsey. Because they both like the sweeter flavor, mm. and they just oh, I mean, they were gone like that, <laughs> and then the basic dips and things like that. But I, I had to have chicken wings; I had to. Uh, I know, I know, those all those chickens now without wings, but mm. I had to. And so we went, and I didn't make my own. So you can make fun of me. We went to Popeyes to see what the new ones were like. Ooh, quite good. Okay. Yeah. They were
2: quite good. The I garlic, feel like it's okay. been a long time coming for
1: them. The Are garlic you? Parmesan. Yeah, Yes, it has. The garlic Parmesan is what we got. Now, I will say they're not big. Okay. You know, like if you go to the Brook for their wings, they're the size of regular drums, basically. <laughs> uh, so these <laughs> were not big. Those. But the flavor was really good. I tell you, and I, I mentioned this to you the other day, the wings I had that really surprised me were at, at uh, Middleton's at 81st Domingo. Oh, yeah. For the yeah, size of them. And then they were really good. And, again, it was Garlic Parmesan on over there. Now, so they have five flavors of Popeye's. I only had the one, but I will tell you it was pretty doggone good. So, anyway, back to Usher. Uh, 30.1 million households, which is, you know, that's obviously pretty good and up 5%. But he also, since that time, has had some pretty good numbers for him. His Spotify streams are up 550%. 550 percent his concert ticket prices shot up 40 percent even crazier 38 percent of the total tickets sold for his upcoming tour came the night or the day after the game party like it's 2010 what does that tell you about the super bowl effect oh yeah big time and there's a reason some you know some performers will say it's not my thing but they're their past where they need that, if you will, or want the exposure. But the Super Bowl effect is not just real. I mean, look at Duncan. They sold out Ugh. those ugly things in 19 minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you bought one, I'm sure you look good in it. I just <laughs> yeah, send some pictures on the text line. Let's... Yes, yes. If you bought one of those, for the love of God, send us a picture. I really want to see that. That'd be great. I just wanted to get to that for the Super Bowl effect because mm. holy cow. Well, because, like,
2: it's not like Usher or Rihanna or, you know, Washed or anything. Mm -hmm. But, again, it tells you that when they're kind of near the end of their career, how much that can rejuvenate it, right? Do you think he's near
1: the end of his career?
2: I mean, in terms of being in your prime, I mean, he was definitely more in his prime. I would say, like, early 2000s and, again, like, the early 2010s. I mean, Mm -hmm. watching that and seeing Lil Jon and Ludacris come back, I was back at the roller rink in middle school. I mean, it was... (laughs) Here and DJ got us falling in love again, and what, yeah, and just, I was just like, ah, well, I'm, I'm a kid again, you know. Which role are you? Uh BA roller sports. Ah, uh, those I, were the days.
1: I grew up going to Skateland. Yeah, 11th, I've been to Skateland. Eleventh yeah. Street, you know, right there at Eleventh and Sheridan. And actually, a that was friend my of mine's go to. Yeah, the, uh, a friend of mine. Go uh, to? <laughs> huh.
2: I said that was like my parents' go to oh, when it? they were growing yeah, up. Yeah, you yeah, know, but, so. but, but yeah, because how yeah. old is your? Are your parents? Uh, like late fifties, early sixties. So.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're they're my yeah well. <laughs> I'm actually a little past that. Anyway, I'm, no, I'm not in my seventies. I'll just put it like that. Unfortunately, I act like I'm ten and look like look younger than I am. Anyway, um, a friend of mine, Steve, who yeah. was Steve was the trainer. The well, he, pardon me, he was he kind of crossed over trainer, but he was the equipment guy for the Oilers and the Talons. And Steve and I were good friends, traveled together. On the road with the talons had a lot of lunches and dinners together because he, like me likes to go find really cool places to eat uh, we had a lot of great times he and I with the talons on on the bus trips you know around the, around the country his he got married and the, the lady he married his her family owned that, and Steve helped manage skateland and they just recently sold it but yeah, hmm. I grew up over there yeah but i I'd, I'd never I'd never thought of it now when ludicrous came out, did you think that was a wig? <laughs>
2: I, I a little bit. I I had to look at it a couple times.
1: Was it? I don't know. But when he came out, and here's how I know Ludacris, you're going to laugh at me, the movie New Year's Eve. Mm, okay. He played a cop. Okay. He played the, the friend cop to the lady who was running the New Year's Eve celebration who had to fix the Times Square Ball, who had to get Hector Elizondo back, you know to To fix the thing, and they need mm-hmm. Kaminsky. Oh, the Kaminsky, that one, mm. right? Is it, it? And and she was in uh, the Crying Game, I believe it was. Anyway, he played the cop, the friendly cop, and that's how I knew Luhulu. I mean, I'd yeah. heard the name. Obviously, it's just not my thing.
2: Well, and you never seen Fast and Furious, right?
1: Uh, I Hobbs and Shaw, yes. Okay, I think Hobbs and Shaw is one of the most underrated fun action movies. Completely out of out of you know the realm of possibility, but it was really fun. Yeah. I thought I think Jason Statham when he's trying to act real but being funny or trying to be tough but being funny is really fun. Yeah, and then he and The Rock together, and then Ryan Reynolds has a small part in there, and he's always funny no matter what. Oh, for sure. You know, and so uh, that I thought was his. I saw him in there. You know, anyway, uh, but I didn't see. But he wasn't in that. Pardon me. But I I saw that version of what was Fast and Furious. But no, the other ones I haven't seen. But I did know he was in them. Was he in? He wasn't gone in sixty seconds. Angelina I don't Jolie think and Cage.
0: So.
1: No, it was he, well, okay. Yeah, he wasn't. I I just got my he car things. Too. Yeah, I got my car things mixed up. But <laughs> when he came out, I knew it was. But I thought that's got to be a wig. Yeah, it has to be a wig. All right. So before we take the break, what did you think of the halftime show? I enjoyed it. I think I think a lot of people sometimes
2: overreact to it in terms of of, in terms of just like always finding ways to be disappointed and stuff. It's like, look, for a 12 minute performance with all the different things they have to do, the amount of times that I was amazed about how did they change Usher into that outfit that quickly? You know, it's like it was very impressive and well done. You know, you can just enjoy something for what it is. I don't really read too much into it the way some people do where it's like, what are you expecting? You know, just Mm -hmm. have fun with it.
1: I did not enjoy it. I mean, I didn't recognize most of that. It's just not, well, again, I've said this before, I don't listen to a ton of music. Right. (laughs) I've been in sound for 40 plus years. So I kind of like silence. So when I'm driving, (laughs) I don't listen to music. And my wife will, as soon as she's in the car, she has to. Mm -hmm. And Lindsay will, if she wants to, but lately that's not been her thing and she hasn't so i i just don't listen now occasionally when i'm by myself i like go into and from college station to drive to see delaney oh, yeah. sometimes it's that long it's like you've got to right <laughs> no i don't really have to i've I've, mm. I've gone way more trips down there and back without turning it on hmm. it doesn't bother me i like it but i do listen some and I, and I do have a mix of my own that like when i'm out in the garage doing things for scuba season i might listen to but so i, I did not enjoy it i thought it was well produced and well done i thought the dancers were ridiculous they were so good, you know. And they didn't necessarily recognize any of the music, but I didn't overreact either. But I, I you know, I, I saw people immediately because I'll immediately go to social media. What are they saying? <laughs> you know, and. Yeah. There's always going to be a hater and there's always going to be a lover. I didn't mind it. I just don't think, I mean, you're not going to, in my opinion, because of my time, you're not going to top McCartney and, you know, and, and people like that who've done great half times. I thought Katy Perry was really good, despite the left shark, right shark thing, <laughs> you know, in there. Um, uh, I even, I enjoyed the one in L.A., the rappers. <clears throat> I thought that was fun oh, yeah. as could be, right? I had a good time in that one. So I didn't have any, I didn't have a dog in the hunt and I thought it was fine. I did not notice he uh, proposed. Right after he kind of, uh, <clears throat> who's this? Uh, usher. Proposed oh, post to his girlfriend. Right after. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah after he, uh, he, uh, all the attention on he and Alicia Keys. You know, but mm-hmm. because of them dancing on stage. Yeah. And I saw a tweet from. Love oh, the piano. Yeah, I. Yes, yeah, the first thing my wife said. I saw a tweet <laughs> from and I can't remember who. By the way, you're listening to the Blitz 1170 because you might not remember. <laughs> He's Bryce Alzheimer's, Corey. It's not entertainment tonight. <laughs> right. da uh, I saw a tweet from I Can't Remember Who. And it said, Alicia Keys looking thicker than grits has been boiling top five minutes too long. <laughs> but the way I, – and I saw the social media reaction about the way he was, you know – I mean, he didn't really take his eyes off a certain part of her backside for a while when <laughs> he was dancing mm-hmm. around her, I and I it. thought, and you know, I saw a lot of tweets about her. I, I guess her boyfriend saying, "How does mm-hmm. he feel yeah. right now?" Basically, <laughs> if you will. But then right after that, Usher went and you know, and asked his girl to marry him. Mm-hmm. So good for him. So I mean, his his streams are up, his concert stuff is up, the ticket prices are up, everything is up, all because of the Super Bowl effect. Meaning, if you're an artist who wants to stay relevant. Or trying to get that next thing, beg to play the Super Bowl. Always. And we'll see who does it next.
2: Well, so, my, my brother texted me and said, Lady Gaga ziplined, but yes, be impressed with the costume change. Gaga was... Whatever. Hey, okay. listen,
1: Gaga can sing now. She no matter sing. what you say, Gaga can sing. I enjoy it. Just, you you
2: just hook up to the zipline and just go. It's a little bit easier than having to switch off all these different jackets in five seconds. Whatever it I'll takes, take mine. baby, I'll just take mine. listen.
1: I will be fine with yeah. it. Hey, when we come back, I have the most watched Super Bowl ads, because yes, they can mm. track that. Plus, we're some high school basketball with Tim Bart in a few minutes right here on the Blitz 1170.
0: Don't look now, but the Blitz is on TikTok. Follow along at the Blitz 1170. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app.
2: Tonight at 6.30, the Oklahoma City Thunder will be at the Orlando Magic. That'll be a nationally televised game on TNT. The Pittsburgh Steelers released three players, Chuck Wuma Okorafor, Presley Harvin, and quarterback Mitch Trubisky. Former OSU quarterback Mason Roth is scheduled to hit the free agency in March and has said that he would like to go to a different franchise and then get a fresh start. And UCLA has hired former Bruins star running back and longtime assistant coach Deshaun Foster as their next head coach. He agreed to a five-year contract. He had taken a job as the Las Vegas Raiders running backs coach earlier this month. That's the Winter World of Tulsa 2 Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holst on the Boots 1170 and streaming on the Boots 1170 app.